Greetings, everyone. This is Rico, and you're listening to Treks in Sci-Fi, the weekly dose of geeky goodness. Uh, today is November 23rd, 2014, only about a month till Christmas, and this is going to be podcast 514. Today we're going to do a, uh, a special call, actually, you know, two weeks in a row Skype chat uh, type of calls. This one, uh, not an interview really, but uh, got together with a group of uh, good friends over Skype last night, and we talked all about uh, conventions and convention stories and and things that uh, we've seen over the years of going to uh, sci-fi fantasy conventions in various places. And I think it was a lot of fun. At least I had a lot of fun doing the call. I, there's a lot of uh, cool information here. It's just a great group. There's like six of us, I think, on the call. So um, you'll hear me introduce everyone here in a few moments. But uh, I want to thank all of them for, for joining in. It was uh, really good. I, I just... Uh, want to do it more often when we can all manage our schedules and get together. So, uh, you know, listen to this. It's a pretty long one. I think it's more than an hour and a half. It'll end up being uh, maybe but closer to 145. I don't know. But you'll, you'll you know, space it out. Uh, make it last, right? Listen to it while you're heading to Thanksgiving uh, dinner at your uh, relative's house or something like that. Uh, for those in the States, yeah, happy Thanksgiving coming up later this week. Uh, what else did I want to say here before we get started? I think that's about it. I'll come back at the very end with a few little uh, added comments and upcoming uh, talk about the uh, shows coming up in the next few weeks. But anyway, listen to this Skype chat all about convention going for all of us geeks out there. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. We are the damn black. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. Resistance is futile. Yes, a Jedi's trick flows from the Force, but beware of the dark side. It's got a nice ring to it. I mean, it's not technically accurate. It's, it's a gold titanium alloy. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. This is uh, Reach Cole, and you're listening to Trex and Sci-Fi. With my mask, going to be like TNG inside. bloopers for this one. We shall blow thine enemies to bits. In my mask. Okay, okay, okay. Everybody, Rico, go ahead. We're rocking. <laughs> the cereals of orangutans. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and we are trying to relax enough to do an intro for Trex and Sci-Fi on Skype with, you know, this is this is the crew here. This is this is it. This is the the bee's knees. Oh my God! Oh, I always have to say some old timey phrase at the beginning I was of a podcast. Say, do bees have knees? I've never heard of that. So, what we're going to talk about on Skype today is conventions, convention stories, uh, our our 
just, you know, some of the good stuff, some of the bad stuff, some of the smelly stuff, you know, some of the dirty laundry, you know, whatever. And on Skype, let's, uh, I'm just going to say, we'll go around, but it's, uh, we have Jen, Angela, Kenny, Rick, Chris, and Kenny. Did I miss anyone? I don't think so. We have, we, I'm very special. I guess. Well, <laughs> we haven't had Kenny on in a while, so that's why. So he, he he's yes. double double. We got double Kenny here. All right. I can make I can put you in a little echo so in post or something. So what uh, a brown Kenny, noser, Kenny. brown noser. <laughs> Dude, I'm in marketing now. I got to be a brown noser. So that's right. That's true. All right. So the format is uh, just completely up in the air. We'll just decide as we go. But. Um, since Kenny, I said his name twice, yes, so why don't we start with Kenny? Kenny, you are our West Coast guy. You have gone to San Diego Comic-Con a whole bunch of times. Do you even know how many times you've gone? I do, because I went to, my very first one was in 2004. And have you gone oh. every year since? Every year since. Oh, my so gosh. Been, this was my 10th year. I can't do oh. math tonight, so you'll have to do that for me. So, so like, uh, <laughs> 10, wow. I've also wow. done Kamikaze Con, which is out in L.A. Right. I've done... Uh, Celebration Con, which is the Star Wars one. So you you are a obviously a, a seasoned con veteran. You've probably yeah, so bumped many. elbows with more people at more conventions than maybe anybody else on the call. I've gone to a lot of cons, but more my mine have been more on the average mid to smaller size. So, but so tell us like maybe some of your early experience going, anything there that that you know you remember memorably or not and and i I don't know just whatever things that have popped up uh over the years and anything in particular star meetings uh yeah yeah well when i went i like i said san diego comic-con i went in 2004 i went for friday and saturday only and at that time in 2004 they estimated i think it was like forty-three thousand people oh my gosh I went this year in 2014, and they estimated 148,000 people. Whoa. That's too <laughs> so many it's, gro- it's grown a little bit. And I thought it was bad back then in 2004. Now, was um, it at the same place back then as it yep. is now? It's always the uh, San Diego Convention Center. Wow. Okay. Yeah. They've extended it to uh, hotels nearby. <laughs> hotels. All right. Um, they're using their ballrooms for, for stuff as well. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean... You know, most of my memories are from there because those were that's those are that's the big Comic Con I go to every year, and the only reason I go to it is because I'm a professional. I do work in the TV industry, so I get in for free. Oh. Um, I would not pay. Well, back in the day, it used to be twenty five dollars to get in for a pass for like a four day thing, wow. and now it's two hundred dollars. And it's hard to get tickets now too, even. And so. it's extremely hard to get tickets now. Yeah, unless you, yeah, the first tickets go first to people who've already went. Yeah. So yeah. that just happened. And then they'll have like an open call for some remaining tickets. Um, but yeah, like I said, if I didn't get professional passes, I wouldn't go. I just, it's too crazy now. Back in the day, it was great. I mean, back in the day, I used to go into, uh, you know, the big halls, watch all the stars, sit up close, ask questions. Now you wait three days in line to get into, possibly get into one of the halls where you want to see one of your favorite people. And if yeah. you're not there early enough or, you know, if you're only there two days prior, then you're sitting way in the back. 
And for those not that might not know that are listening, Kenny, so so all of their for San Diego Comic Con specifically, so all the talks are always. Is it a first come first serve? Is there any kind of a system yeah. other than that? It's changed over the years. When I first went, used to go and just like I said, you can literally walk into a room. Uh, their biggest room it was Ballroom Twenty, and it held I think it holds like fifteen hundred people, maybe two thousand, and that was their biggest room at the time. And you could still walk right in and sit down, and then they would clear it out in between. So if you wanted to see something back-to-back, you'd have to run back in line, if there mm-hmm. was one, and go back through again. Mm-hmm. Um, about four years ago, no, probably more than that, maybe about six years ago, they changed it where you can stay. Ugh. So now, and that it's good and it's bad. If you're there for the entire hall, then it's great, because you get one seat and you sit there for eight hours, or nine hours, however long you, know, you want to be. Yeah. Um, but it's bad for the people who, you know, now people are getting in line hours in advance watching panels they have no interest in. So, I mean, by the end of the day, are there like any seats that aren't taken for later no. panels in the day? No, if you can that's just the stay. Problem. Yeah. Yeah, people stay. They now have a Hall H, which is the largest one, and it holds 7,000 people. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, Hall H, that's the one where they usually have the Marvel. Yes, thing, right? that's where most of the big, big television stuff happens in Hall H. Yeah. Uh, the big movie stuff happens in Ballroom 20, which is... Yeah, and I remember you've posted a few times in recent years where you've said things like, you know, you've, you've avoided a lot of these panels now because basically that just is yes. your... It, it turns yeah. into your... that That is your whole con experience. Is yeah, just, if you want to see one, like, uh, recently, I mean, they had the whole uh, uh, Firefly reunion, their 10-year oh. reunion, and I really wanted to see it because I saw the very first panel when Joss came out and he introduced the crew and we yeah. watched the pilot for the first time and no one cool. knew anything about it and it was amazing. Um, and it was so much fun and so I wanted to come back again and do it, you know, 10 years later. But And I was like, you know, I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to waste my Saturday and I'm just going to get up first thing in the morning and go stand in line. Come to find out, people got in line at 5 p.m. the day, the previous day. So the thing doesn't the the con center doesn't close like at midnight or anything like that. You can just they do. Oh, they do. People are in line outside. Oh, outside. Yeah. Wow. Wow. In camp. Yeah, they're all camping out. Um, Mm. The really cool thing about the tenth year anniversary for Firefly is that Nathan Fillion and uh, Alan Tunick came to the line, and and, like at two in the morning and (laughs) greeted greeted the fans. Well, that's cool. That's a great people thing. Yeah. Yeah, and just thanking them for waiting in line because they were, you know, it was a long because the panel wasn't until like midday the next day, uh-huh. so they had to wait. It was, it was. So once I heard that, I'm like, well, there's no way I'm getting up at four in the morning to go get in line because there's no way I'm going to get in. Yeah. So yeah. So in recent years, I've been disappointed. I haven't done any panels probably in the past two years, two three years. Because to me, it's just not worth wasting my entire day waiting in line to get in. Yeah, it's, yeah. Plus, I, I, you know, I've been to Joss Whedon panel. I've been to Kevin Smith panels. And, you know, they, these mm-hmm. people, they do panels every year. You're right. And it's, it's not the same stuff, but once you see them, it's, you're pretty much, it's not worth waiting, for me at least. Wasn't, Again. It, um, wasn't it Hall H where Harry Potter stabbed somebody? <laughs> oh, yeah, that happened in Hall H. That was a seat, yeah. yeah. The ballpoint yeah. pen incident, right, or whatever? <laughs> yes. Right? What? Yes. And there was a cosplay of it the next day. <laughs> you never heard about that one, Angela? Is that Angela? No. It was so Harry Ken, Potter Kenny t- as in yeah. no, no, somebody no. dresses Daniel Harry Potter was, or no. Daniel Radcliffe? I was just kidding. It, it was during It was Chris. during a panel in Hall H. 
Uh-huh. And there were people saving seats, and there's a dispute over a seat. <gasps> someone took a ballpoint pen and shoved it through someone's. Yeah. Well, they just stabbed it in their face, and it went into their eye. Cadavra. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Now like, was... I gotta say that that is you know probably the worst and most extreme thing in all the things that I've ever heard. I don't know if you've ever heard of anything worse, Kenny, but I mean, oh, no, you know, that's, that's conventions are really not like that. So just, you know, put that out there as No, but you, they, but you have to understand, <laughs> you know, these people wait three, sure, four days your, your brain, you know, your brain is like messed up. Yeah. After and so that. That's, so well, yeah, that's why I wish they would come up with a better system. Yeah. I mean, I, when I, he- when yeah. I hear this Rico, all yeah. I want to do is like go work for them and like tell them how to do it. Yeah. Well, you know, they did last year. They tried wristbands, and it was yeah. just a, it was a huge, Nightmare. crazy mess, and yeah. it kind of didn't work. Of course, wristbands are hard, but they're po- it's possible. It's just point of entry in those yes. situations. Is that like you have to have a really controlled point of entry, and if you don't, then you have problems. But it doesn't. I don't know. Well, never yeah. mind. Well, I, I wish mean, they I would get to there, the so point. So I can't say exactly, but. Yeah. It's just too many people. Why don't they just get to the point, Kenny, of like having like an assigned seat for everybody? Would that that would would, take forever? See, they're they're all about getting people through the doors. You know, that's why they don't let people out anymore because it takes fifteen minutes to unload and reload. And that would take a whole panel at the end of the day. Well, and that's the thing is that that's what they've decided is the most important thing is just is just drilling things through because like. Uh, places that I know of, uh, I work in the amusement industry, and so it's like you, you have to decide what's important to you, and you may sacrifice one thing so that you can get something else done. Mm-hmm. And right, and you you'll take the complaints about the one thing, you know, in order to deal in in order to do the other, and it's really crappy <laughs> sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I mean, yeah, I, you're I making a you know. X number of people unhappy to make the rest of the people happy or something right. like that. And right. And the percentages they must have. I mean, yeah. these, these are not, you know, these are not un- inexperienced people. They must have reasons for their decision making. But it's still kind of crummy to hear that. Are there like premium passes? Like, can you get, um, can you pay like 10 grand and like be able to get to everything you want? No. Okay. There are no premium passes. So there's not well, even that's any little good and bad. There's no <laughs> like there's no front rows of like two or three rows no. of some kind of premium nope. seating or any of that in those, yeah. Nope. If oh. they're holding seats, they're holding seats for people who are on the panel and they're holding for like family members or friends. Well, do you think that they've basically gotten to the point with the number of people that they've they've overloaded it? In other oh, words, yes. I mean I mean oh, yeah. be way well beyond. I mean, do you think that they should just cap it a little bit more or or do something i mean i, I think they should how many more thousands will. can they cram in there in in the time you know yeah i mean obviously they've capped it now where they only sell so many tickets because that place can only hold so many people okay but it's all it's all like, about money. Like the way yeah. they cap um college parking passes <laughs> <laughs> or, or or airline flights of like oh yeah we have 100 seats but we sold 150 tickets or whatever yes. yeah how's the math yeah. work on that yeah. yeah yeah you know you ask why these things happen it's just like black friday you get too many people together who want the same thing and then yeah. you know if you if you've been waiting a long time for something and somebody mm-hmm. else sort of you think somebody's unfairly keeping it or getting it then you know yep. people get all worked up that's why i well, don't go out yeah, on black that Friday. almost happened to us at last year's comic con angela had premium passes um who are we seeing angela i can't remember you lent me oh my um, God, gems I was so mad. 
You let me gyms pass, and we got to sit in the front. But there was this chick who sat on the floor in front of us who didn't have that kind of a pass, and nobody made her move. (laughs) Oh yeah, the floor sitters. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and that was annoying. And then they make a. It was. It was for the. uh, It was for the William Shatner. That's right. Yeah. And it was in one of the bigger halls from where we, you know, that we went to. Obviously not as big as what would be at San Diego. But, um, yeah, that was kind of annoying because we did pay premium prices to be in to be there. Yeah. And all of the people who were sitting with us were all, all had the VIP passes. And this chick just, like, sits right in front. And then they tell him not to take video. And, of course, she has her camera up in front of us. And it's like, seriously? So was she, but was and she with he, them? No. Huh? No, it wasn't a convention. She was cosplaying. Person employee. Okay. Yeah. No, it was not. No, because the 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 guy with the camera that worked there, that's one thing. He but was in our no, way too. He he was in our way too, but that's, you know, whatever. I mean, yeah. I I understand that. But this girl was just like and what I don't like is that it's like if you're not going to say anything, then if you're not going to say anything to the person, then don't make an announcement about not taking video or picture. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, you know what was annoying though to me was that you paid that money for that for that t- ticket you know, for that pass to be able yeah. to see them. We were right in front of them, but we had to watch the screen because oh. of the guys with the camera. Yeah, so that's... I just felt like that was a major waste of money. I mean, sure yeah, I for, for anything, Wizard World for, in particular, for Wizard World, and I think that you guys have found this out too, I, I think it's not really worth it. And I think Angela said that even this year when we were there. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, that, well, it's not worth it for the, because last year I got the Wizard World one where it was just the full, like, it was just the extra money for like everything and it wasn't worth it at the end of the day because um it was only worth it when i did the ones where that like the the autograph and everything comes with it mm. because yeah. you get a bunch of stuff at the same time and it's like a package deal and then the sitting in the panel is just like an extra thing whereas on the if you just get the wizard world pass it's almost as expensive but the only thing you get is the panel seating yeah, you don't get and they've got those big screens, you know, where yeah, and and that place is not that overwhelming with people no, that you no. can you can get a pretty decent seat, just walk right in. That's what I kind of like about it. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. Uh, now, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not that it's it's a kind of a new thing, I guess. But, well, it really uh, depends on the person. I don't want to. Sorry, Kenny was still talking about San Diego, so I don't want to take over. It's fine. <laughs> We're, we're going with the flow. We're going okay. with the flow. Go with the flow. <laughs> but you know what it's, it's like, yeah, it depends on who it is. That's the thing. Sure. The worst thing is that there's always people, like, you plan ahead. Like, whenever I go to see a big movie, right, we, we get there early. Like, the last, we went to see, like, say, Return of the King, and it was, like, the first night, right? It was midnight showing. We get there early. I get the seats that I want. I get my wife and we all, and my friends, and we all sit in our row. We got there way early. We planned ahead. I get up to get a drink, and then people who come in late are trying to like, you know, barge in on people's seats. Oh, that always like, bothers me. It's yeah. like, hey, listen, if you want this, then you gotta sacrifice, okay? It means you yeah. gotta get there early. I come back from getting drinks and there's some guy sitting in my seat next to my wife and she doesn't have the, you know, capability of telling some big goon to not sit down. She tried. <laughs> oh my God. And then of course I show up and the guy runs away. But it's like <laughs> there's always bully. people big yeah, bully. Like, yeah, I, would, I would bully somebody out of my seat. Yeah, yeah. well, we'll sit next yeah. to my wife, first of all. Second of all, it's like, listen, man, 
I yeah. plan ahead. I'm sorry that you don't, but that doesn't mean you get to ruin my enjoyment. So, yeah. you know, that's that's the same mentality. These people, you've paid extra to sit somewhere, and then somebody just decides they're going to sit on the floor in front of you. And it's like they didn't pay for it; you did. And, yeah, that would oh. never happen at Comic Con, at San Diego. That's good. They would stab you with a pen. Oh yeah, there's a lot. I mean, you can't take for photographs. You can't get out of your seat. You can't do really anything. So I want to ask you though, Kenny. I mean, unless you're, you know, Firefly, you know, Ten Three Union, the yes. Avengers panels, Marvel panels. But I mean, are there stuff like you know maybe a TV show that's not like I don't know crazy? I mean, can you get into it, anything? It, it depends on yeah. what you want. To, I mean, they have like workshops, like you know, acting yeah. one hundred and one, cartooning one hundred and one, and you can get into those type of things. Sure. Yeah. Um, but anybody but with even, a celebrity-ish kind of anybody. Who's on yeah, IMDb? I, mean, I remember yeah. when Eureka had come out and they were there for the first year. Yeah. And it was already kind of, you know, it wasn't super popular, but it was getting there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we can get into this panel because everything else was just crazy. No, we got to, and it's in a small room that probably holds three, four hundred people. So you're like, you know, it's already going to be hard to get in because it's so small. But the line went out the door, around the block, down the hallway. Yeah. You know, and I got in. You, mm-hmm. well, the lines look very intimidating, but if you stand in those smaller ones, you tend to get in them. Mm-hmm. Um, Do they tend to yeah, tell you like, okay, this is like a whole this room holds three hundred people, and and I can you know, do, does anybody working the con say like, okay, have, after this point, there's no way yeah. you're getting in, kind of a thing. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, it just depends on the attendance. They have some really good staff, and then they have some really really bad staff. Uh-huh. Part of that is volunteers, right? Because like I yes. know that. In uh, Austin oh, and like South by Southwest, that they that a lot of it is volunteers, and it's yeah. just pick you know it's luck of the draw because sure. you have to have so many people. Yeah. Some of them are good and some of them are bad. And, and the some of them panels. let the power go to their head. <laughs> some, some definitely do. Yes, there's many a fights in the hallways with security people. Nice, but uh, back of the line for you. <laughs> Did you dress up every time, Kenny? I and that's that's because I don't do the panels anymore. Just because it's impossible to get in, I just won't waste my time to do that. Yes, I started cosplaying four years ago, so I've cosplayed the last four years from 2010 to 2014, um, and that's my main reason now to do it is to go to cons, is to cosplay, and to hang out with friends I don't see other than online. Yeah, you know, because people come mm. from all over. So that's my favorite part of of the convention. That's when I think about San Diego Comic Con, I think about going, seeing friends, and cosplaying for the full five days. That's yeah. hilarious because that's pretty much exactly how we feel. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 I would just it's, avoid the panels, get a costume, pick a costume, walk around, see people, take yeah. pictures. I mean, and there's you know yeah. they have the great floors. It's like you know two football field size of showroom with all the stuff, you know, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just stuff. It's just filled with, and there's, you know, um, Artist Alley, which is always fun to go down. Yeah. And get some really great pictures. And then they have the celebrity row, you know, and then upstairs in the pavilion is all the celebrities signing autographs. All those poor celebrities who haven't been on TV shows for 30 years. but <laughs> And you feel bad for them because you really like them, but you don't want to go up to them because you know you're getting stuck talking to them. Yeah. And all they want is your $20 for their picture. Oscar but, Goldman. Uh, uh, oh no! It's what's his name, Boomer from Battlestar Galactica. Oh yeah, a wow. very nice man. Yeah, he's every very nice. every he's convention, like, he's yes. definitely one of those guys that he you you try getting away from him without <laughs> getting an autograph. Yeah, I did yeah. one time by uh, mentioning Richard Hash to him. Apparently, they don't get along, and he he, he oh. gave me the cold shoulder, and I was oh, like, nice. oh, all right, there you go. Got off. 
got off yeah. I like I like going up to those guys though I mean at least you know it, it just you know get an autograph or say hi and you know I, I know. I've uh, so it wasn't so expensive some of them charge yeah. like enormous amounts of money and I'm like really I mean you're you were great back then but I don't know if I would spend 30 40 dollars for do uh, even those guys have a fixed price Kenny or is it, is it variable like I've, it, I've... it depends on the person okay yeah it yeah. always depends on the person. Yeah. I mean, Even, I was, yeah. sure, sure. I just I wondered if it was to, all all of them having a set price now or whatever. No, you can go with like William Shatner goes for like ninety. Sure, yeah. yeah. You know, I got him for seventy not that long ago. Has anybody um, ever been to a con like I've been, where it was like you paid to get in, and like your your uh, autographs were free? I did. Yeah, those were the best because you could like you could buy a picture from the person. Uh huh. John Delancey. So, that was right. my first con. Yeah. Yeah. So like you would, we would, you would pay to get in. It was usually like when it was a Star Trek convention, you'd pay like a certain fee, and then like your audio you had one autograph that came with that, and then if you went to their table, you could buy, you know, one of their pictures, or you yeah. could, you know, bring your own. And I thought that was a pretty cool system. And then, you know, it seems like more and more, it's just you go up to their table and whatever they're deciding to charge, you know. Yeah. That's what it is, and, and yeah. then it's like forty dollars for an well, F to get I mean, a picture with them or something, you know. Yeah, but with the, with the big stuff, when normally they would have like a panel, like with Lost. I saw the very first episode of Lost, the pilot. I saw it months before everyone else, before it aired on TV, and it was you know there was a the entire cast was there. It was huge. They it was a big thing. No one knew what it was, and I just remember being. We blown still don't away. know what it is. We don't. We still yeah. don't. <laughs> but we the still... pilot was still amazing. Um, yes, yes, it was. It was, it was probably the best pilot. Yeah, immediately after Actually, all the, the pilot went... died, I think. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> immediately <laughs> after. You need to hit a drum when you do that. <laughs> Go, yeah, Kenny. Immediately after, the entire cast went up to the pavilion to sign, and that was free. But they do cap it after a few hundred people, you know, uh, so you had to make the sacrifice of going to see the actual episode and the cast or go stand in line and wait for them to come up there. Hmm. So a lot, of, a lot of the cast members, if they do a panel, they do a free signing, and you don't have to pay for it. That's yeah, I've, I've been to a lot of conventions. Uh, you know, even back in the days when Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise were were airing, uh, you know, some smaller cons in in the Michigan area that you know you didn't have to pay. It was more like if you want to give them a little money for an autograph, you could. You you know, ten dollars, twenty, whatever you felt like. Yeah. I even got some audio clips that way. It was much more easy, friendly more yeah. casual but it was a you know small events and yeah. and not a lot of people around crushing you you know and wanting Ugh. to you know yeah. take a picture well, what, so. yeah i mean they do the ones where they, they you know they sell autograph tickets where you can buy tickets for autographs yeah yeah, yeah we yeah, that's a little bit that's, that's like shatner does that that's the way wizard yeah. world is doing Stanley. a lot of it that's yeah, yeah, yeah cause my, i did i did flanvention which is the very first firefly convention oh um and that one that one all i did is you paid i just bought like a the highest tier like a you know an extra special tier mm -hmm. so i got all the cast in, uh, autographs were included in that so i got the mm -hmm. front seats i got all their autographs you know so all that was included oh, the picture the poster you know all that was done i, yeah, I like things like that it's so i do easier. too and that's yeah. what i like to do for the wizard world is for, is not the vip pass but the vip experience for like a specific person like yes. when i did that for um uh for Patrick Stewart, and I did it with for the Charm cast this year. I know that's silly, but oh, I love Charm. It was awesome because yeah. it's like you get this package deal, and you don't have to think about it. Like you don't have to go bring a bunch of cash and like have your money everywhere. You just have these tickets, and you go do it. And so it's so much easier, and it's guaranteed. 
Yes, they only sell as many as you know, so you know you're going to get their autograph. You know you're going to get their picture, regardless of how long the line is. You know. Yes, I like. So nice. I like that, and I like doing everything beforehand. You know, and and it's just also autograph signings is where I have had the best luck with drops, with getting drops with people. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I'm working my way up. Yeah, no. Wizard World does a good job of that. I mean, I you know, it's it's a it's a nice system with the autograph, and you know, it's it's it really they do a good job, I think, and you know, it's it's a good way to have it pretty, uh, I guess, run through pretty smoothly, you know, yeah, rather. But than it does just... help that they're small. Yes, that's true. Oh, sure. Yep. San Diego uh, Comic Con is just too big. It's too yeah. big for what it it's is. It's bridges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As we just... say in the south. <laughs> Getting yeah. too just, big for the bridges. They can't do any of these easier things, you know, that the smaller cons can do. Yeah. Um, but then again, they they pull in all the big stars. Yeah, but yeah. it's the so, really big stars. It's so not Comic Con anymore. It's like. Oh no! It's it's like con. why is scandal at Comic Con? You know what I mean? Like, what the <laughs> hell is that business? It's got no business being there. And you want to know a a, 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 a yeah. hall you can probably get into very easily at Comic Con anywhere where there's actual comic book creators. Nobody gives a crap about them because uh, Chris Hemsworth is there. You know what I mean? It's yes, like sadly that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the comic book people who the the you know created this this convention years ago when it was nothing. They're sort of shuffled off, you know, with Artist Alley and all that stuff, which is where I love to spend time and meet the guys that made the comics back when I was a kid. And I mean, to me, it's like incredible. I can just go walk up to a guy that drew comics from, you know, in the 80s who I idolize and he's just sitting there. Yeah. I'm like, you need to be in a hall telling people what's the deal, not this character who's playing a guy that you made. This is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Unfortunately, you're in the, the minority. I'm also I'm, I'm a comic book geek. Most people go there for the I celebrities. I know so. that, and I mean, yeah. but I, that's I, just, I understand. That's just because Chris when... can read, and all those other people, you know, they they're not very good with the word balloons. That's all. Stop it! I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be elitist. I'm just saying that no. I, I think that Comic Con is fine for Marvel movies to be at, and fine for Star Trek because they're sort of linked, but. Freaking some of these shows that show up at Comic Con, they got no oh, I business. Agree. I'm always oh yeah, they had wrestlers at. Um, oh, didn't they had wrestlers at? They had wrestlers at Gen. I'll do you one worse. They had that like boy band. That oh gosh, that, my gosh, that <laughs> I have video and I don't. Girls. You didn't. I, I didn't. I don't know if I gave it to you to include. We might yes, need to include you did. it. Oh my god, it was just like. Uh, I, it was Rico knows what we're talking about. I'm yeah. sorry, you just hear, I yep. can't you just find hear words. Sc- you just hear it's screaming. Just Twelve-year-old. Like, they were in the room right before uh, they were in before Christopher Judge. You know, they were in that room. Just, I think. Uh, and, well, you know, I, I learned YouTube something guy. about that. I, I was hunting around on I think YouTube <laughs> or something, but Wizard World I think is doing that a little bit now. They are including uh, some kind of music boy band whatever in some of their different shows. It wasn't only Austin that had that happen at. No, it was the whole, it's like their whole tour. It's part of their yeah, whole tour. Right. So and I realize that it sells tickets and, but I feel the same way. Like, it's just like, come on. There has to be, we want our cons pure. Somewhere. We want our, you know, yeah, keep your <laughs> ass off our turf. That's just, exactly. That is just like, there I am like trying to do, and it just takes you out. Cause like, I, I don't know about y'all, but I love that. And we talked about this on our con on our show uh, that went out this week. Was that like part of it is kind of immersing yourself in that world where it's like all of us nerds are there, oh, yeah. like talking yeah. about what we like to talk about. And, and when two thousand younger teenage girls go running by, you go, hmm. It like breaks the 
it breaks the, the atmosphere. Yeah. yeah, no, it's supposed to be a safe. It was place a little weird. That that's the first a, time I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a happy place for people like us, and and for all these these jokers to to usurp our thing is awful, and we need to stop them and kill them. Guys, <laughs> we've been doing a lot of complaining about cons. Can we talk yeah, about I was gonna. I was like, awesome? I'm with you completely, Jen. All I was, right, I, I'm I, sorry. Yeah, the, uh, I, I would go to a con if they had Kiss there. <laughs> <laughs> what I was gonna ask Kenny, and then we'll we'll roll off into someone someone else. Yeah, uh, it has to, to be AFK for just a minute. But I'll come back. Yeah. Okay. But uh, but Kenny, tell us um, tell us like some some of your you know I guess uh, some some good some some happy th- events that have happened. Uh, I mean, you know, I've, I've had oh I've had tons. great events. I mean, yeah. I had any surprises uh, you know, like uh, you know any bumping into you know such and such in the elevator or anything like that. You know those. Well, little... I mean, uh, you guys know I worked I worked on the guild the web series the guild so I know Felicia Day. Um. And I used to help her with her booth when they were there at Con, and they were there probably what four years ago, four I guess four years. But uh-huh. they did it for many years, so I would help every year with them. Oh yeah, um, yeah, but, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, so that was fun doing that. Just seeing all the fans go crazy and being to be able to rub shoulders with her. I was standing back with her. I was like her muscle. So when she had to go, she had to go to like another booth. She got to go like we have a there's a called a brown coat booth and it's like the california brown coats they rent a booth there uh-huh um and she had to go do a signing and they have several celebrities go do signings over there and they needed felicia so she had me be her bodyguard so actually because because she's so sweet and so nice she, she can't refuse people so if people stop her to talk to her or people stop her to take a picture or ask for an autograph she does it so she's like, you need to just get me there because I'm running late. I need to get there. You need to be the bad guy. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. I'm so not a bad person. <laughs> so yeah, you I'm just, like, you, just literally... you know, yeah. You just say something like, you know, she's, she's late for something or she's, you know. No, no, no. And yes, know. and that's exactly what I did. I Come see her ta- at her first. table later or whatever. Yes. Yeah. I stood. Yep. That's exactly what I did. I stood in front of her um, and one of her uh, assistants stood behind her and we shuffled her and people kept coming up. And you're like, no, no, sorry, she doesn't have time. She'll be at, you know, so-and-so booth in 10 minutes if you want to get an autograph. And you probably found Um, most of the fans were real understanding about that, I hope, right? 95% of them were fine. You know, Felicia's in the background going, sorry, and she's shrugging That is the percentage. That is a percentage of a-holes to regular people. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's about right. 5% of people... Are just jerks, and there's nothing you can do. No matter what yeah. you, yeah, no, right. No matter what you say, you know, you could be at your hair could be on fire, and they, hey, hey, could I get an autograph? Uh, my hair is on fire. Really, it's yeah. on fire. That's no, could I get Kenny an autograph? Like, I really need an autograph. Yeah. Kenny's like, out of the way, geeks. <laughs> <laughs> Nerdy. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Losers. So, so, yeah. So, those are those are really fun experiences working with the guild and yeah, with Felicia. working a booth, helping um, them out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Seeing exclusive, like like I said, being there for the very first Firefly, the very one of the very first people to ever see the pilot episode, you know, that was amazing. Seeing Lost for the first time was amazing. There's, I mean, back in the day when I was able to get into panels, it was it was just incredible because you're watching these things that no one has seen. You've heard rumors about them. You know, you were the first to see a trailer. We, I found out that it was going to be called Revenge of the Sith before anybody else. You know, but as soon as we walked out the door, everybody went to their phones and started texting. And yeah. brought the network <laughs> so, down. I mean, yeah, it got out quick. You know, so it's those like those little moments that are just really, really cool. Um, awesome. 
running into people, you know. I mean, I, I met Mark Shepard yes, yesterday at this, this con in 2014. He was over at the brown coat table, and I just kind of bumped into him. Um, Mark Shepard's, you know, he's a... Um, Supernatural. Uh, thank you. Yep. He's a, what's his name, from Firefly. I, I'm to- totally spacing. Um, yeah, Badger. he's the... Uh, Badger. Yeah. Oh, cool. And yeah. He's, yeah. he's on Battlestar, too. Yeah, yeah. he was, he was as well. a lawyer guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Liam? that was basically that was really any fun. any of those shows that are filmed up in Vancouver, right? I mean, they, they, <laughs> so, I, I always have this vision of them having like this uh, apartment building up there with all these actors from Galactica, Stargate. You know, they all live like in this apartment building. X Files. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and I think Rem too now, right? Yeah. Yep. Continuum. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so it's always fun to run into the celebrities on the floor when you know they don't really uh, they're not really doing it. They're just regular people shopping. So have, it's hard to approach them because, you know, you don't want to bother them because they're not in their element and it's like they're just a regular person. So tell, tell but, everyone out uh, listening, uh, Kenny, what's your, uh, what's your, you know, if you do want to approach them, what's the good way to do it to give people some uh, suggestions for that? Because it is, it's doable. And, you, you know, I, I always try to tell people, you know, you should try to take the opportunity if you see it. You know, if there's 20 people around them, don't be 21, but give yes. people some uh, advice about that. What have you had good luck with? And I think the best thing is yeah. don't approach them if they're eating. Don't mm-hmm. approach them from behind. Don't <laughs> approach them if they're in the bathroom. <laughs> you know. And they're I, eating. I've That's been, good, yeah. Yeah. I've been into, you know, gone into a restroom and had people standing at the urinal, a, a celebrity, and you're like... No, that's not a good time to say something to him. Oh, yeah. yeah, Brent Spiner <laughs> yeah. was was my uh, was my restroom story. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a, you know. I really wanted to say uh, data. I didn't think you needed to do that, but I, d- I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh boy. Are you fully Take functional? Yeah, I was gonna say. I, obviously, you're fully functional. Yeah. Take oh. a peek over the. Uh, <laughs> oh. Well, it was right, so at, it was right after one of his panels, in. his talks, and basically, <laughs> know, right? it was right after a talk, and I just kind of headed towards where the restrooms were, and so did he, and and he just walked in like a regular guy, you know. So, and guys don't talk in there, by the way. You so. asked him what he was doing. You really knew so it was you, minor when he said, "I am urinating." <laughs> so you did just the regular guy protocol for I did the guy protocol where we both well, looked at yeah. looked at the wall and the cracks in the uh you know in the the mortar between the tiles and tried oh, you know to think gosh. of like yeah. you know a quiet place yeah 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 <laughs> there's no talking in the bathroom no the not not we not well not in that you know maybe when you're washing your hands maybe but that's about it so uh, uh, yeah no, no. no there's no talking when you're in the restroom no, so. I agree. It should be that way in women's restrooms, but sadly, it's not. Oh, I thought well, that's all you do is talk in there. Phone. You always yeah. have to go in in pairs and in yeah. you know three, four. I don't. Yeah. I go in there, I get <laughs> no, my business so. done faster yeah. than anyone else, and I wash my hands and I leave. I always don't thought you guys had like full kitchens and stuff in there, <laughs> and you know, like like arcade machines in there and everything. So it's a, it's a mystical place. So anyway, Kenny, back to your other celebrity approaches. So if they're not eating. Yeah, not, if they're not just, from you bottom. know, I mean, if they, if they look annoyed, don't bother them. <laughs> if they if they start to give you the look, you know, like if they if they just look like they're flustered or if they're kind of shifty eye and looking around, like is anyone noticing me? I'm just trying to, you know, because I remember, like I said, I would walk with Felicia and she'd stop at a booth to look at stuff, and you know, and as soon as she she knows when people are starting to stare at her, and she's you know, it's just you you just I all I do is go up to them and you know I call them by their name. Um, but I always, you know, last name Mr. or Mrs. 
Do you use their um, character name or their actual? Ew, God, don't go to their character name. Use their real name. Codex, yeah. <laughs> and I, I just, you just gotta be polite. Tell them that you appreciate their work or you want, you know. Flatter them, butter them up. They're they're, they're they're entertainers. I mean, well, I mean, I don't mean it, I guess, in a in a you know fake way, but I mean they're they're entertainers. They like to hear that people like what they do and appreciate they're it. They're yeah. at a con. They know yeah. people are fans. They know they're going to be approached. That's just the given. Yeah. But yeah. if you do it nicely and you just you know nicely approach them and uh, tell them how much you appreciate you know their work and um, don't go in for a hug. Don't go in yeah. for a handshake unless <laughs> they. Do it first, you know. Um, it's just common sense stuff, but you'd, you'd be surprised how much common sense disappears when you see someone you totally adore yeah. and love. And you think you know them because you watch them every day on TV. Mm-hmm. I, still yeah. have my, uh, I still have my restraining order for Marina Sirtis framed on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris, you're the only one in the whole world because I, I, she'll hug everybody. I'm just know. kidding. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I did get a hug from her and... It was the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, she's, she is, you know, b- by far out of all the ones that I've met, the, the by far the friendliest. She'll, she'll you know, kiss the baby. She'll do, she should be running for office because she'll do it pretty much everything and anything with very yeah. little. Um, she's awesome. She's just awesome. That, she's just very was, She showed gracious. Angela her tattoo. <laughs> I did. I, get, I did get her to show everybody her tattoo. And I gave her an autographed picture of myself. Yep. <laughs> oh, I love that story. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, in yeah. my dream world, she still has somewhere. Um, she does. She's got a whole wall of them, you know, of, I'm sure. of all the people that have given her pictures of That's them. Funny. I just yeah. don't think anybody else does that. And so I was proud of myself at that moment. Good for you. Um, I think people should, you know, within reason, do whatever they want to in those situations. Well, Why not? You we'll never break know. Break the monotony. Yeah. Because yeah, Angela that was said my she point. liked. Yeah. The whole point of it was to break up her day. You know, yeah. that's why she did it. Yeah. Well, that's why yeah. I always really well, like Angela's it... question, and I've tried to use it. I've used it uh, on other celebrities too with, at those talks and things. But the question about asking them about themselves a little bit more, like what are they passionate about? What do they like to do when they're not acting? Those kinds of things, more of. Oh, remember in the 13th episode when you guys were in that (laughs) red car, but the next scene it was a blue car? What happened there? Did you get another car? I don't understand. You know, I mean, they don't want to hear that again and again. But those questions do get asked. I know. There's always one. There's always someone. Yeah. You think it's like a stereotype like from Saturday Night Live, but I have been in the room. And it's like the cringe factor is like, oh, my God. It's like, well, you You get embarrassed for your fellow geeks. You're like... Yes. Okay. But Just it's that like, 5%. Together, it, it's, it's also the 5% because, <laughs> because you'll have a line of yes. like 10 people and you'll go, okay, fifth person, good question. Sixth person, good. Oh, oh, wait, one's coming. I can feel it. Okay. Eighth person. <laughs> it's and that lady then, who went to court with her Starfleet uniform on. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get to that person, you go, oh, 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 I can tell. I can see it coming. It's like a train, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Chris, I, I've only done that twice. I know. <laughs> no, you know, you know the lady I mean, right? The one that yeah. I do. I do. Yes. I that do. was like the Whitewater, I think, right? Back in the nineties. Yes, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a classic. Thing. So, so anyway, the um, so back to I guess anything else, Kenny? You know what and, I was thinking. No, I mean, oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's just it's common sense when when approaching them. Just be nice, be cordial. You know, uh, if they seem friendly enough, ask for a selfie and take a picture with them. Um, but don't, 
Yeah, that's the that thing these days. You know, you know, back back in the day, I, I love saying that. The, you know, you had to have a big old camera that you'd pull out, right? But now everybody's yeah. got a cell phone, and it's click, 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 click. You know what I mean? So the the yeah. whole and we were talking about it. I think way earlier. I don't even know if we started recording. I think we did, but the whole no photography, no video thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like really guys it's like a genie in a bottle i mean like i i just kind of <laughs> if i if there was one thing that i kind of i don't really think i think it's impossible i don't i don't i think they're they should just let that go that's just my opinion everybody's well, paying for being there these things you show up on youtube official videos even the next day so i don't see the big unless you have some super secret like kenny was talking about a trailer that you don't want out on the internet but if it's just a panel talking, I'm kind of well, yeah, like, that's changed now. I'm like, really Comic-Con don't get with everybody with a phone in their pocket that can that can yeah. do video. San Diego Comic Con has changed a lot. They used to yeah. be no photos, no nothing. But five years ago, like you say, now it's it's out there. Mm-hmm. So now all it's they ask so is that hard you don't to stop film. it. I mean, I just don't yeah, see you, how you they just can. Don't film the trailer. You don't film the sure. Stills that sure. Sure. Yeah. If there's which something always gets filmed anyway, which always gets yes. There's always one idiot out there who does it. And yeah. I well, with all those people, it's going to happen. But Heck, yeah, thank God you know. for those people. They're heroes. They're the real thing, MVPs, man. The thing about it, though, is it really like I don't really care about. I mean, I, you know, even as far as the part where it's just like, okay, well, we don't want the video out, or or this is proprietary, or whatever, whatever. I don't care about that. People can video. I, you know, that's not my problem. My problem is, is that if you're in the audience and somebody has their camera up in, in front of them, yes. it ruins your experience yeah. of the actual well, sure, that's a different. Life. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. That's sure. my problem. The, you know, taking pictures. You you know, you paid to be there. Whatever. Take your pictures. Sure. But that's what I don't like is the fact that like if you're you know if you happen to be sitting in the wrong place for that one person, with, <laughs> and if they have their big camera, you know, then it's like. Uh, or, then, or how about these maniacs that use their iPads for pictures? Get your <laughs> freaking iPad out of my face! Yeah, well, a, a quick a quick shot or two, yeah, and, and as long as you're not blocking anyone, you got to keep conscious of that. But sure, yeah, I understand, Angela. That's yeah, just, be strategic. Yeah, yeah you got you yeah, got to like you have a little bit of uh, you know think about the people behind you and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah, it is, uh, but but it's so hard to control it. I mean, it was like you said about that one person. It's like when you you know you hear this announcement, no, no pictures or whatever, and then oh look, there's somebody doing it anyway. Then it becomes kind of awkward, and then like yeah. well, yep. you know, they can't uh, to to have the limited staff that they have go around and try to grab those couple of people is almost impossible. So uh, they'll make more disruption. Like, yeah. Well, I want a picture of Patrick Stewart too. You know, it's like sure. Yeah. You, then you're like, well, I'm trying to follow the rules, and I'm like getting punished for it. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's you know what I mean, like that. That's that why I think, like Kenny said, they've just kind of said, you know, gave up on it, yeah. except for in yes. those circumstances when they say, hey, we're showing you some some super secret footage. Yeah. You know, please don't do it for the next three minutes or whatever. But uh, yeah. but anyway, I yeah. To mention, I was thinking when Kenny was talking about. Um, how to approach people just think about yourself how would you like to be approached yeah. i'd like to be like hugged you, i just want a if big somebody hug ran, yeah. you know like if you if there was somebody that you knew in high school and and they randomly approached you like in the grocery store how would you want them to come up to you you know think about not stuff at like all that. not at all i, know, I think too. they made a movie but, about that yeah but I, i'm serious it's i like know i you, know yeah. the common sense part is to think of your own like think think of it if it was you how you would want to be treated um 
you know. And most people, I, I think, think, are pretty good about idea. it. Yeah. The, the, except for the five percent, they're yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those five percent would be like, "Why? I'd want them to come back to my house and pour cottage cheese in my socks." And, I don't and know. it's hard. Like Kenny was talking about, oh. and I was going to ask him about, you know, when he was working uh, the table with Felicia. And I, I've, I've, you know, gone to enough of these to see, to see these guys, and they appreciate you being nice when you get up to the, you know, the autograph table or whatever, because. It, it is a trying kind of long, hard day a bit. You know, you wouldn't think it yeah. would be, but it is, you yeah. know, you kind of have to be. So I always, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to say a couple of things, but I mean, I've had good and bad experiences with those when I think I've been kind of, you know, very, very polite, nice, but they obviously have had a bad day <laughs> or it's the, it's the last fan there, the last uh. few fans or somebody and you're, you're the next one. And they're like, ah, all right, give me your picture. I'll sign it. But uh, well, but yeah, if you're nice, we went, they're usually nice back. Sure. When we went mm. in 2012, uh, our t- well, the first time we went to Austin, uh, Will Wheaton was there, but he had the flu, and he was uh, he was there for like the appearances, and I think he signed a few autographs, but I didn't even bother to go over there, even though I really would have liked to go get an autograph because I, you know, he was really sacrificing just to be there. <laughs> And yeah. I didn't yeah. want to like, bo- you know, I just didn't want to bother him. Um, that he did day. come by our booth. Yeah. When you were away, he did come by did. our booth <laughs> with his, his, yeah. He didn't say guy. hello. He just kind of looked at our banner and walked on. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. But I was very exciting. I followed him on Twitter and Facebook and he was like talking all about how he was just not feeling well and barely able to like make it out of his hotel room. And I'm like, that poor guy. He's, yeah. he's yeah, he's a very he's a very nice guy. I have a really yeah. quick Will Wheaton story if I can. Sure. Yeah. Just I was I was you know because I, I worked with him on the guild, so you know he uh, he did a whole I don't know if you guys I posted it he uh, did a PSA for me for the guild it was a it was an Easter egg for the guild DVD I think it was season four, and he did a whole PSA about me because um, I you know I I was in the guild several well probably about fifteen episodes. Uh, little bits and pieces here and there. You were a bum in one, I remember that. Yes, and that's how you it started. Bum, you go, bum. He, he goes on, yeah. He goes on to explain how I they found me on the streets and there's pictures <laughs> of me and how they <laughs> trained me to do this and that. And I'm holding boom <laughs> mics and it was just a really cool thing. But anyways, um, I saw him recently when he was doing his TV series, and I'm like, you know, I haven't talked to him in like a year and a half. He's not gonna remember me. And I, he shook everyone's hand, the audience members, as we left. Um, and he gets to me and this big, huge smile. And he's like, oh, my God, Kenny, I didn't know you were in the audience. And I was like, I almost fainted. Because <laughs> first of all, he remembered me. He remembered my name. <laughs> I, I just did not expect. And so, I mean, he's a really, really nice guy. That's so great. You never do yeah, get an opportunity cool. to talk to him. He, he loves his fans. Mm. So, yeah, you, you know, can tell. You, yeah, yeah, you can definitely go up to him and. He's very approachable. You know, there's probably sparkle in his eye. He's so funny. I'm just happy about a guy who, you know, grew up, you know, the usual situation where he was a a young, young actor. I mean, even before Next Generation. And he seems like he turned out pretty okay. You know, I mean, there's so many stories of, you know, that that not working out so well. So, yeah, I'm just, you know, he's he's really done well. And I've read some of his books. And and I I like the, you know, his voice in the books. And, yeah, he seems very, very... uh, got his head on right that's good he seems to have like a really like good and i think that this is the 
whenever you go to cons, anybody who has like this really good attitude about who they are and what they and who their persona is like and where they fit, like, I don't know. I feel like if they get too jaded about it, it isn't as fun to meet them. Mm-hmm. Right. But he seems to be one of the ones that has like just a he's kind of just accepted it and kind of rolls with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. I, yeah. I think that's so awesome, and you can just yeah. kind of tell in everything that he does. And then sometimes things that he does turn out really good, and he's excited. <laughs> and then sometimes they don't, and he's just like, "All right, let's try something else." You know, yeah. he just seems to have like the best attitude, and yeah. I really like that. Yeah. I got a couple of good celebrity type encounter stories. Do it, do it. I went over with Jen. Jen and I, we went over <laughs> some of these a couple weeks ago, but um. I don't know if anybody's ever been to dra- to dra- to Dragon Con in Atlanta. It's a it's a pretty big convention. I mean, it's uh, spread out through a bunch of hotels. They have a big parade, yeah. and that's the party. Our con. friends go. Our friends. It really is a party. I will tell you. Yeah, yeah. So, most cosplay per capita, right? Yes. Yes. The most cosplay. Doesn't our friend Sue go to that? Sue mm-hmm. goes to it. Yes. Yeah. She's even yeah. on like panels and everything. Our for friend it. Mark goes to it too. Our friend yeah. Mark has gone to it. Yeah, Mark and Margaret and Stephanie's been once. When were you at it, Chris? When? When? How long ago? The last time I went was I want to say five, uh, four or five years ago, because it's a it's a it's a slog to get to Atlanta from where I live. So I mean, you could take an hour plane ride, but you know, it's still going to cost you, and it's hard to get away. But we had a great time, and it, it is a big convention. Like there's there like there are people everywhere, and there is like all manner of weirdness going on at that convention. <laughs> like, all manner. Like, yeah, that's when all the rules go out, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you if you go into a couple of those side rooms, you're going to see some some weird panels, man. Some <laughs> wacky stuff's going down. Like, you know, just stay out of the uh, Cthulhu room. Who knows what's going down in there. But um, Some, the, some sacrifices um, involving exactly. animals. And, yeah. <laughs> Bring in the goat. We went... We said we looked at we kind of it's like a very complex sort of way to it's it's very complex to kind of figure out where you're going to go because it's all spread out. Hmm. So we we kind of like got there because we got there the day before we got our badges for the weekend and we went back to the hotel because it really wasn't open. There was people kind of hanging around, but there wasn't really anything going on. There was just a lot of drunken geeks. (laughs) And I really wanted to get back to the hotel anyway because I was beat from from getting there. And we woke up, bro. I said, well, why don't we just go to the autograph place first? Like, well, just because they had the way they set the autographs up, they had like one room where they sort of like let everybody in and, and like all the celebrities sort of sit in there and they sign. It's actually very easy to get your autographs. Pricey, but easy. And so we got there pretty early, and, and then George Takei comes, you know, bounding down with his husband, Brad, who... Oh now, I had just heard Brad, I had just heard George on the Howard Stern show, which he sort of sits in on occasionally. And he had gotten in hot water for some of the things that he was going and talking about, him and Brad. So, you know, George comes by, he's like, hello, hello. <laughs> and... And I'm like, hey, and I, and he came, and him and Brad are together, and I'm like, and Brad gets really excited when you, I go, hey, Brad, and he's like, oh, hi, and I'm like, I'm surprised <laughs> to see, I'm surprised to see you guys together after what happened last week on the Stern show. And he you was said like, that to them? <laughs> I did, and George is like, ah, ha, 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 yes, I'm always in trouble, ha, 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 you know. <laughs> and he goes. And my wife is like, you know, she's like elbowing me in the ribs because I can't keep my mouth shut, you know. She's like, you be quiet. So I'm like, oh, he loves it. He's fine. 
look at him. He's like the he's like the most exuberant little man, you know. So like, <laughs> oh, he is. We, he is. We, yeah. we we go inside, and it's sort of like the coolest because like every, all the people ha- are in there, and it's and if you walk in, it's like you walk into this cornucopia of like Adam West and like Darth Maul. Sweet. And like they're all just sort of sitting there because we got there so early, it wasn't crowded. I was like. This is the most amazing it's like room superhero ever headquarters, you know. It's like, <laughs> and I'm just like literally like wandering into this land of like all of my heroes throughout my life, Batman, and you know. Uh, so then we get there, and Avery Brooks comes wandering in. I don't know if you've ever met Avery Brooks, but the man is—he's out there, perpetually yeah. like on another plane. You know what he's I mean? He's in that. Yes, he's in that fifth dimension that they talk about in yes. Interstellar, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's he where is, he is. He is. He is one of those interstellar. Yeah. That's why I'm slightly scared to meet him. He's knocking <laughs> books off shelves to get your attention. So he comes wandering in, and I had my D Space Nine Niners hat on because I was super excited to meet Avery Brooks. It was like, <laughs> you know, I love him. So, like, I let him get set up. I was actually talking to Michael Dorn, who was kind of grumpy that day, and I was getting an autograph from him, and we got, we paid like I am got, not like, two hundred men. He was not a merry man that day. He wasn't digging it. Whatever was going on with him, he wasn't really that happy to be there. Yeah, that but, happened. Like, like you said, they get bad days. Next time I met Michael Dorney was a delight, but this time not so much. Yeah. So I go wandering over to, Cis- to Cisco. Boy, I'm, I'm, I'm being a geek. I go over to Avery Brooks' table, and he's just like, like a bird, like looking around the room, like you know, like just his darting everywhere, you know. And I'm like, oh man, I just I saw this guy on TV. He's out there, man. And I'm like, he just says, hey, something. and he's like, and he like focus. He's like, hey, man. And I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, how's it going? How's it going, man? I'm so happy to meet you. And the G Space Nine is my favorite. And he like, so he like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, cool. sort of like looking around. And I'm like, so I got to get a picture. You know, I'm gonna buy a picture. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, his handler, you know, gets the picture out, and he's like getting his pen. And he's like, you know, flourishing with the pen. And he like stares at me, and he's like staring at me. I'm like, uh oh. He's like, that hat. I I know that hat, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said I made this. This is a Niners hat. I got the patch. I got it made. It's pretty cool, right? And he's like, yeah, I have mine in my closet. And I'm like, right on, man. So he like, he's like, he's like signing my autograph, and he's like, there you go, you know. And I'm like, so you know, I was looking at the clock. It was like 11:30, and I'm like, so you're gonna get lunch soon? Cause like, it's getting, you know, it's getting towards noon, and he's like like stares at me real quietly and he goes, is that customary? <laughs> and I said, to eat lunch? Um, I guess, I don't know. Maybe he thought, this is the coolest eat lunch with a fan. Yeah, he <laughs> thought maybe you were inviting him. him to lunch. Yeah, well, I thought, I didn't know, but I was just like, my wife and I just sort of like look at each other and we're like, you can have lunch in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, so... Thank you. And he was like, you know, shook our hands. And he was so, he was smiling. Like, he was so happy. You know, and I think that once people, other people caught on that he was there, like, the line started. We were first in line. Because he just, yeah. kind of, we kind of just, he kind of wandered in. Like I said, he was kind of wandering. <laughs> so oh I was standing right, so it was such a cool, I was like, freaking met Captain Cisco, And he was, like, stoned or something. It was the coolest. No, he's always like Ooh, that. Have that you that's, seen? That, that's exactly know, the way he is. That's how he in the yeah. in captains. the captains but you he's think like he's like the putting... coolest hippie ever no, yeah he is. he is but people have asked me like hey man i saw every that every brooks he's nuts i'm like but he's putting it on i'm like he is not i have met him and there behind his eyes is pure madness but it's like wonderful <laughs> 
but like there's that one and then the other story oh, i wanted God. to tell before we end was i told this to jen and she thought it was pretty awesome um we had a small convention in a town a couple towns down and um it wasn't we had i think the big guest was um uh, Martok is uh, J.G. Hurst. Oh, right? Martok. Who was awesome. And D Space Nine was still on the air at the time. Exactly. That's Martok. And I think that was where we had Jeff Conaway when he was still alive. And uh, Dirk Benedict was also there. A cool convention. Oh, Starbuck. Cool. Yep. So, J.G., I was friends with the, I was in the, at the time, I was in an actual Star Trek fan club. Um, so, th- there's geek cred. Ting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, we, the the Klingon club was they were in in this town Fort Myers. There's a Klingon club, and they were like planning this whole thing for him because he was the chancellor, right? And it's oh. like he's coming to town, so they picked him up, and they're like, "We're gonna take him out, and we're gonna get him drunk." And I'm like, "Well, I have Mark to be there." Yes. So I'm like, "I have to be there for this. There's no way I'm missing getting drunk with Martok." <laughs> so they did. They took him out. Blood wine. And we, I mean, and he was, man, I'm telling you, that guy could put it away. <laughs> and he was going to town, right? And it was a fun night. It was like, you know, it was like music. And he was, he was real cool, man. Really cool to hang with. But it was late. I went home and I drove back down the next day. And um, I went in to see the, because the Klingon guys had this whole thing planned for him. So I went into the room and, there, and he was like sort of in the corner. He's like, he is done for. You know what I mean? Like you can see it in his face. He is like He's got the hangover. Yeah, he is like not digging the day at all. So like I'm like, all right, guys, well, I'll see you in there. I'm gonna go in the room. And I went in the room and I was just sort of waiting. And then I hear like they, they start this like Klingon type music, and they carrying him in on a surfboard. Oh, like he is standing on the surfboard like surfing. Oh. So they bring him in, and they're like doing this whole Klingon thing. And he gets they bring him to the stage, and he does a dive off of the surfboard rolls and gets up and it was like the coolest thing that i have ever seen at a convention <laughs> and i was like i saw that guy like five minutes ago and he was like dead to the world and like somehow he got it together and uh i have some pictures from that convention and you can see these guys like sunglasses on super dark and he was like but it was um that was a cool those are those are two i'll never forget avery brooks and um ever that story lives with me because whenever i think of him i think of just that weird encounter with him and my wife always and i always say that i'm always like call my wife you want to get lunch today she's like is that customary i love that that is like your actual story because that is exactly how i imagined it is that it, it, is, would it's, be. Yeah. it is and that was the same convention i met edward james almost at it was his first con he was awesome cool. uh he was very warm like he spent like so much time with each person and like hello he, chris he gave me the double handshake where he put both his hands on my hand <laughs> uh, yeah, that's called the warm uh, handshake yeah. and that awesome. is and he is so uh i can't say enough about about them but those are the stories I want to tell. Those are fun. Those are fun. Angela stories. has a really awesome story about Craig Parker. You know, Haldir and Dark and Raw. Yeah. Parker, that's when I learned that the best celebrities to meet are the ones who were like just really popular in like one thing. You know, like because I was, ask Jen, even before the show that I was a huge Craig Parker fan. Anyway. And so, okay, wait, wait, who is this? He plays <laughs> Haldir in Lord of the Rings, the Lord blonde the Rings. elf that comes and saves him at Helm's Deep. And then, oh, yeah. so, okay. and Dark and Raw. 
The all dwarf right, was breathing so loud, you could have shot him in the Yes, dark. I could have shot him. <laughs> okay, all right. And yeah. another bit of trivia, he, in Peter Jackson's original read-through of the uh, of the uh, Fellowship of the Ring, he played Frodo, the voice of Frodo. Uh, oh. He was doing his, like, anyway, because he's a local actor in New Zealand. Anyway, so I really wanted to meet him, <laughs> and so we went to, uh, so we... We got talked to him going to the con because of Star Trek people. but And so I was very excited about that, the 25th anniversary in 2012. Sweet. And then I was looking at everything and I was like, oh, my God, Greg Parker's going to be there, too. Uh. And I was just so excited. And so we went and it was the first thing we did that on that Friday. And he was he was so nice to me. I was the first person to ask a question because I'm never afraid to ask the questions first. And um, he something came up and I said that I was uh, he I asked him about acting like if he did if he ever did theater um as well as movies and he said uh he asked if I was an actress and I it was so funny because like 10 years ago I would have said just said yes but I was like no I'm a director like y'all can hear me saying that and because um, <laughs> you are because I am, and he, yeah. he and of course he reacted just as like, oh well, Mr. Rector, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so then, uh, like he kept during the whole panel, he kept asking me how he was doing and like referring to me like through the whole panel, which was awesome. As Angela, the director. As Angela, the director. And then I walked by him Faster, and he intense. said something about like he was like, oh, Angela, the director. And of course, he has an amazing accent too, and. <laughs> Then he let me, um, he took a pic, I got a picture with him and I got an autograph with him and then he did a drop for us and he was just so nice. And then we ran into him at a bar and he was really nice there too. And we had like, you know, hung out, like not like a long time, but it was just enough to be cool. And it's weird. And it was so, I don't know, it was just really exciting for that to happen. Like the first day, the first con I've ever really been to to actually meet somebody that I really wanted to meet, you know? And he was being so nice to everybody that came up. But I think that, um, I don't know. And I, th- I think it, it's it's weird because it's like, no, is he like the most famous, most popular person? No, but I was genuinely excited. And the same thing happened this year with uh, uh, Christopher Judge, Teal'c from Stargate. Because my husband was very excited to meet him. <laughs> and... Hold on. Am I still on? Yeah. 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 Sorry, my computer like did something weird. So anyway, and so it's the same kind of thing where it's like we are genuine. My husband's like a genuine fan, not only of Stargate, but of SG-1 and of Teal'c. And so it was like genuinely just as cool for us to meet these guys as it would be anybody, anybody else. But because they're not as popular to the general public, you get more time with them. And you get more pictures and you get more, you know, it's just kind of a cool vibe, you know? And the other thing is that I don't know that, like, the story you just told about the guy from Star Trek, like, I don't know if I'd want to go out drinking, like, really (laughs) with them. Like, sometimes I kind of want to. Come on, if Craig Parker invited you over for a drink, yeah. I like the idea of that little bit of separation, you know, Like, like a little bit of. You know the fantasy world, well, saying yeah. fantasy, yeah. and the, and I think like I think of like that you've worked with Felicia Day, but but you've worked with her like Kenny like as a 
you know, kind of as if a coworker type yeah. thing. So it's a different type of thing than if you were just randomly run into a celebrity, have drinks with them and like it's you know what I mean? Like it's a different type of thing. It's I like it's like that Neil Patrick one. Harris in uh Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, right? You know, where <laughs> he just he just they're just like, That's Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> you know yeah, what but- I think it is, is like you don't want your, your idea of them to be tarnished because yes. like we've we've met celebrities before, like through our work who People in our in our company were just so excited to meet, and they yeah. were like the biggest a hoes in the world. Yeah. And they hate listening to their music now, or you know, seeing them on yeah. TV. They just won't, and it ruined it for them, you know. So it's yeah. almost like you just you just want to meet them, say hi, and then not hang out, you know, because yeah, it's not everyone will live up to your expectations. Yeah, sometimes they do. Sometimes they exceed it. So it's not everyone. That's just, true. Uh, yeah, and it's good know. to I have. Like I think uh, more now. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's good too, like Angela is talking about it, you know, some of the early, you know, these with Craig Parker. I mean, if you have a good experience, it, it, it kind of, I think, sets you on a path. I mean, when I went to some very early conventions, you know, we'll just say a, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yes, I use that. But it was, they were very small. I mean, I mean, you know, uh, Chris was talking about George Takai. I, you know, I saw him at a convention eons ago. And, you know, the guy was just the same then as he is now, full of energy. He was asking people in the audience at his little talk. And we're talking about a room full of maybe 100 people, something like that, maybe 150 people. He was saying, hey, I'm going to go jogging, you know, tomorrow morning at like 530 if anybody wants to join me. You know, he was basically just saying to the whole people, which it wasn't a big room of people, like I said. But, you know, back in that time... And, and, you know, nobody would be there guarding him or anything like that. And this is in Michigan. And, you know, it's like just, yeah, I'm going to go out for a jog in the morning. You know, if anybody wants, you know, to get in a couple of miles before the convention, you know, just meet me out in front of the hotel at, you know, 530. And it's like, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I've seen Avery Brooks give a talk. And I was at a con a couple of years ago. And I think I have an audio of it somewhere. And, yep. Exactly. I mean, he, I don't even, I don't even, I think he should be like, if they ever, you know, recast Yoda, I mean, he just talks in like circles of things that I, he's either like a genius and we're all just all like monkeys or something and we can't understand him or I don't know, but, but he, every time I've heard him talk, he, he's exactly like that. So Has anyone met Kate Mulgrew? Because I really want to meet her. I would love to meet her. Uh, I've seen her talk. I haven't. I haven't done an autograph or meet or anything like that. But I've seen her talk. She was pretty nice and and you know answered everybody's questions real well. You know that's another thing I was going to comment on. If anybody else has any comments on, you can really kind of get a feel for somebody about how they handle audience questions and how yeah. they how they basically work the room and work you know the questions and so forth. For example, Brent Spiner is just always, you know, yes. you, you, you basically are taking your life in your hands if you ask him a question, unless it's very, <laughs> it's like basically the genie asking you for your wishes. You have to word it just <laughs> right or else he's going to somehow change it into something and you're going to look like an idiot. But uh, but he's we, pretty funny too, though. So he's quick. We witnessed, and Jen can jump into, we witnessed one of the coolest things because, so here are these guys. Um, we saw them in the panel uh, in 2012 and we here are these guys that have d- done this for 
who knows? Well, that? it was Jonathan Frakes. Jonathan it was Frakes. Jo- yeah. Um, LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton. Uh, Michael Brent Spiner. Dorn. Michael Dorn. Right. Oh, boy. And Wheaton would have been there, but he was sick. But so. he was sick. Okay, so the, these four guys, they've been doing this for years. You know, they get asked the same questions all the time, maybe some variation, but basically the same questions. So they have shtick, you know. You can <laughs> yep. tell that yep. they kind of, not that it's necessarily rehearsed, but because they've done it so many times, they kind of have a thing. Well, this girl gets up there. And she starts, and I can't remember exactly what happened, but she starts with something kind of sappy in a way. Like she thanks them, which is what I did when I uh, asked um, Marina and Gates McFadden question too. But like she it starts real sappy. And of course they're kind of like, they're, they're being sweet, but they're half making fun of her, blah, blah. And, but, but it's all very nice. It's all good, good humor. And then she's like, okay, now my question. Okay. <laughs> and she says, um, Boxers, boxers or brains, <laughs> and the the they were so funny because they all were shocked and had like no one had like for some reason no one had ever asked them that question and they were honestly thrown and so it was such a cool like real moment I guess. For we, I actually recorded that so yeah, and I haven't put it in the feed yet. I've been thinking of putting it up. I should probably do that. Oh, now. you should. Yeah, but they were they were picking on each other because. And then, and exactly like you said, exactly like because uh, Brent Spiner ended up going last, and it was like, well, it was Michael it was Dorn who said he was wearing gold. Marina's underwear. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and, and then it just went downhill from it there. It went down there. Yeah, and I forgot what was Brent Spiner. He was the cherry on the top because he I don't said remember. something absolutely absurd. They probably now I have to listen. Lavar Burton audio. said he wasn't wearing any. Yeah, I was going to say like, somebody's going to say nothing, or or one of them is going to say both. You know, or you yeah, know. it was funny. It was just yeah. the whole thing was just it was really, a comedy, and they, comedy gold. They 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 were laughing so hard. It was just cool because it was so real. You know. Anyway, and it's good to I hit them with a that. question they they may have never had before that's both funny and, and interesting too so that's hard yeah. to do that's hard that's why I like like you mentioned what the question that i like to ask um it can go both ways because the marina one was priceless she was genuinely excited to talk about soccer or sorry football <laughs> whatever um she was she was genuinely like oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah she's a she's a big fan you should probably yeah. tell rico's audience what question you ask because they may not have heard and i show. also learned when i did the charmed one to be very specific because you can get very sad answers so um when i asked marina and gates mcbadden i said what is it that you know we're we're here because we are huge fans of star trek what are you a huge fan of and that is the way I asked them, mm-hmm. and it turned out perfectly because um, even though Gates McFadden didn't really answer, I know that it's theater because of the the whole rest of her because she runs a theater company and yeah all that. But yeah, but uh, she uh, Marina Sirtis is a huge fan of uh, I don't even know what team, but she loves them. So um, a big soccer fan. And when I asked the girls from Charmed, it took a really bad turn because I used the word passion. Don't use the word passion because you will get a speech about, unless you want a speech about their charity, which is fine. And I think that it's good to ask that question because save like, the whales, yeah, or, yeah. Right. Patrick Stewart is allowed to talk about whatever he wants to talk about because it will all be. Golden. He answers the questions the best of anyone that I've oh. ever seen, heard, whatever. Yeah. He he is it's so amazing. good to it's like the going people. To a 
It, well, he's just, he's so nice to the people, and he actually it's, answers the question, unlike William Shatner, who, of course, I still love William Shatner. He's just a character, but he <laughs> never answers a question to save his life. He really doesn't. Um, he spins off into a story in, like, in two seconds he spins off. So, anyway, go ahead. Sorry, Angela. No, 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 that's okay. Yeah, so, like, but, when I asked about that, then it kind of turned, like something about the whales and it's and it's again yeah. i'm not disappointed because i'm glad they got to talk about it and but it didn't turn fun like it turned so use the word fan if you ask the question what are you a fan of that's the mm-hmm. that's the key word because if you use the word passion it can go in all kinds of strange <laughs> and sometimes sad yeah i've heard other people say questions like that where they'll say something like uh what sh- like tv shows or movies do you like and it, that's not a good way to do it either i've seen yeah. and found because most of them will say they don't really have time to watch which is probably true for a lot of them that, that i hear that a lot you know I don't, I don't really have time to watch tv and maybe they'll mention a movie or two or something like that but uh yeah what you're a fan of is a good way to put it yeah because everybody likes something sure i hope so yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think that's the whole idea, you know. And uh, you know, if you don't, you're you you haven't looked hard enough. So, uh. I I want to do a quick PSA here, okay? Mm-hmm. Conventions, they're a long day. They're a sweaty day. Your hygiene must be at its best. You must start that day cleaner and more prepared for any kind of odor emanations or than you ever have otherwise you're just you're ruining it for everybody you are ruining it just yeah. all right <laughs> if you don't prepare that's all i'm saying i've been behind some no, odors that's true but when you have 130,000 people around you <laughs> yes. and you're in a crowded hall and you're getting bumped left and right just trying to walk from one side to the other and you're right everybody it's hot and you're tired yes. and yeah. sometimes you just can't help it. Oh, okay. I, I'm not listening. I understand. I'm just saying you have do the to best you can. Basically, that. yeah. But don't should, don't yes. ignore You're it. Going yeah. into battle, that means if I, you got to double down on that deodorant, man, and you got to keep <laughs> Listerine strips with you at all times. <laughs> I am well, the other thing that I've noticed too, the, the the big factor with it really typically is 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 I've been in convention centers and I always ask Jen and Angela this, especially with Texas and in the time of the year and all, but the it's the some convention centers is they do a really good job with the heating and cooling in other words i don't care if it's 110 degrees outside inside that convention center it's 65 no matter how many people are in there but i've been in a ton of them a ton that just can't handle the number of bodies of of body temperature along with whatever temperature it is outside so that's a huge factor i mean if it's a hot day and that convention center is hot if it's really not working the air conditioning and i've been in there was this place uh, about half hour from where I live that used to have a lot of Star Trek conventions way back uh, when, you know, Deep Space Nine, Voyager was still airing, and they'd bring a few of them in a couple of times a year for celebrities. But it was in a, a very, very small place that had, I mean, I swear there was no heating and cooling that worked at all. So it was most of the time, especially the time of the year they usually had it, it was super hot in there. And it's just... Mm. It's just a bad situation, so. Yeah, that's no good. I, yeah. I, I have a big nose, so I smell things more than other people. Maybe it's just <laughs> my thing. 
Well, especially if you have to, and I'm sorry, I had to run off there for a second because I was having a coughing fit for some reason. Um, so I don't know if y'all went over this part, but I heard the very beginning of make sure to take, take your hygiene very, very seriously. And I agree. Uh, <laughs> utmost seriously. But, but I think that it also, especially if you're going to be in line a lot, which is uh-huh. something that's something that you do because you just don't know who you're going to be by. And it's, you know. Or if you're wearing a uniform or some sort of cosplay that's hot and a mask and prosthetics and all that stuff. It's it's uncomfortable sometimes. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that because, okay, I did costuming growing up, uh, doing theater. And there was always the day that we had to do the talk with the cast. (laughs) (laughs) And I always... Deodorant is your friend. Yes, the deodorant <laughs> is your friend, but not a lot of perfume, and that we must shower daily. <laughs> and, daily. <laughs> yes. And, see, that's where uh, the step is getting missed. I think <laughs> that's the important step. But but that but the thing is, is here here was uh, a situation <laughs> where that actually had to happen, and it was a bunch of people that should know better. And it was college when I had to make this. Uh, oh, listen. Uh, yeah. So you've had to talk with a guy at work. I mean, this is a full grown man. Oh yeah. You know, who has, oh, oh, I, I may be just sensitive. Like I might be sensitive to odors and I, my, I get very bothered and I start to think maybe I smell because somebody's smelling and is it me? I don't think it's me, <laughs> but it might be me. Do you do the uh, quick armpit there. smell? Yeah. But I, I mean, you know, I, I'm telling you, I, I, I do absolutely do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's I don't know. Sometimes I I try to think, well, maybe these people don't aren't staying in a good place that has, you know, facilities. I try to sometimes say, well, maybe they, they you know, they're staying in a room with 12 people to try to cut costs and there only so many showers they could get out of there and then I don't know, but uh, you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, I've even gone, you know, sometimes where it's like, hey, you know, I'm going to breeze back and switch clothes and change, you know, and do a shower again. You know, there's, yeah, there's no reason not to. If if you have, you know, hotel or someplace you can do it, maybe you're camping out somewhere. I don't don't know. But, uh, yeah, it, um, but it's hard when there's, like Kenny said, I mean, when there's all those people, it's very difficult. Okay, I'm getting that feedback too. Me too, Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, it's it's gone. It's gone. It's gone now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. What was that? I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's your it's it's, oh, it's, it's, it's the, storm. the Cylons. It's, <laughs> Rico, it's when you talk. It's gone, yeah. Man. How's it now? Good? Uh, it's no, it's good. I won't talk. You talk. That's weird. All right, well go ahead. Somebody else. Do we need uh, to start the call again? No, it's still recording. I think we're okay as long there as everyone's. Are those of you. Is but you sound like a Cylon. <laughs> we can't hear you at all now. Oh. Yeah, we. Oh. oh my god! They they took Rico. <laughs> oh. Come back, testing, Rico. testing, testing, testing. Oh. Uh, oh yeah, Cylon Rico. <laughs> Should hang up and and try it again. So yeah, he awesome. has all of us on his though. Yeah. That's okay. I can uh, I can do it again. I'll yeah, call. Let's try it. Okay, let's yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll I'll splice together. Okay. Hang on. Ah. Hanging and and redialing. Talking about hygiene. Ah. <laughs> Hi, this is Ashley Victoria Robinson. I play Ensign Williams on the Red Shirt Diaries web series and you are listening to Rico on the Trex and Sci-Fi podcast.
<clears throat> so uh, we're back after we all took a shower and <laughs> used deodorants and talcum powder. So, Mr. Moyer, since you have never <laughs> had the experience, have we? Ha- I am a convention virgin. Oh my! And, no. and so, have we encouraged or discouraged? You? <laughs> oh, I, I, I hope we've I encouraged would... you. I mean, it, it, you know, the, the the best part about it is just to hang out with a bunch of people who like and yes. who, you know who like the yep. kind of things you oh, do. Yeah. See your yep. friends. That's you know, I, I got a little taste yeah. of the convention type of feeling when I went to the. Uh, to the Star Trek exhibit in uh, Las Vegas when it was. Oh yeah, that's similar. It was oh, similar because yeah. I ran some sisters. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I thought to myself, that's got to be what a convention is like. But but even multiplied. Well, another like hundred thousand people added. Yeah. To yeah. <laughs> but they're not all so that. Not would, all I that would big. Love it. It would be like going to the Star Wars store, wouldn't it, Kenny? Yes. Yeah. You know, you're surrounded by the things you love, and you run into people you like, and and, yeah, and you've like never the met them thing. in your entire life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I, yeah, I'd, I'm going to go. I'm eventually going to one of these puppies. Yeah, I mean, if you go, I mean, one of the things I always try to tell people to recommend is don't start with, like, something like San Diego Comic-Con. Yo. Yeah. Think about going to Emerald City Comic-Con. Work, it's work right your way up a little, yeah. That's a good one. Emerald City is supposed away. to be really good. Yeah, I've heard that, too. Where I is just, that? Is that it? Is that near Seattle. you? Yeah, Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Okay. Two hours away, so... Yeah, they, they they have quite a few up in the northwest. Uh, I I don't know how far is it to uh, for you to get uh, down to Portland though. Uh, it's about the same, two hours, two and a half hours. Okay, because I know they have some Wizard World Portland cons. I yeah, think yeah. Okay. that too. Yeah, I think Wizard World does a good job, and I think they're just big enough to get some decent celebrities, but small enough that you don't feel like you have to wait in line for four yeah. days. Yeah. That. I think, and especially, yeah, especially if it's something that's within, and that's why we started going is because, like, our friend, some of our friends had been to Dragon Con, and we were thinking, Jen and I, not that I speak for her, but she can interrupt if she wants. Um, (laughs) Jen and I had talked about going maybe to Dragon Con, but it's just, that's a, you know, you'd have to fly, you get hotel. I mean, after all that, that's just a huge investment for something that you've never experienced before. So we knew there were some cons in our area. And so we really wanted to, and it just sort of fell into place when the Star Trek um, people came in 2012. And it's like, okay, well, we, we just have to drive there. It's 45 minutes from where we live. So we're not taking as big of a risk if something goes wrong (laughs) (laughs) or if it's disappointing or if something happens, you know, we can just come home or whatever. And so I think that was a good way for us to start going to cons. And now we have a little more confidence that if we wanted to go somewhere where we have to fly and stuff that. It, it feels like I can graduate if we need yeah. to. So yeah, and I, I should say too, and you guys, Jen and Angela, especially, you know, you can mention it, and Kenny too as well. But it, it's a different experience uh, when you're just going as a, you know, a, a guest slash, you know, just mm-hmm. a fan walking around, not working a a table or a booth thing at all. In other words, there's pluses and minuses of, of yeah. each, but. You know, like I think you've said a few times, Angela, it's nice to have that home base of uh-huh. uh, a spot to throw your junk down on and uh, <laughs> a, a cameras and and, and, yes. and and just not have to sit on the floor and eat a bad piece of pizza or whatever. Con, con food. <laughs> Fight, we, fighting we did, people We didn't for... talk anything about con food, but, but my suggestion for the most part is if you can bring a little something that's a little healthier on your own, bring it and... Uh, and it's not usually very good at the convention. They did better this year. Yes, they did. At yes, Austin. they did. They had a lot more uh, 
availability and and just bigger area to do it in too which was mm-hmm. great not mm-hmm. just all crammed in this one little corner but uh yeah it was yeah yeah so was... so anyway i was all i was really saying is is that when you're when you're just there as a like if you guys ever went to dragon con or some other convention where you didn't have an anomaly table and I know you went to the, what did you go to? Was it San Antonio or which? San Antonio. We went to San Antonio. We've been mm-hmm. to one called Clockwork uh, Con. Uh, yes, well. that's right. We went to Clockwork Con. I forgot about that. And those, those, I think you just, you kind of breezed in and breezed out and you just went for a day, right? Yep. For those? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We had press passes for Clockwork Con and we, we were there all day taking pictures, but for for San Antonio Comic Con, we were just there for our kids, yeah. and they were all dressed up as Jedi and Princess uh, Noah, Padme, Padme, and yeah, it was it was a lot of fun just to see because they were a big group with lightsabers and just they they, they were, were magnets, mini celebrities, stars. celebrities, yeah, yeah, little yeah. kids, little kids. There was that group at uh, in Austin last month that I uh, got some video and pictures of the ones that were dancing with the uh, cosplayer who was uh, Groot. Yeah, uh, yes. which uh, which was great. You know that 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 person and whoever was there doing the Groot dance that uh, you know from the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. You know that was a kid magnet too, where the kids just mm. were all like, you know, wanted to get up there and dance with Groot. And so. I feel like you know with the kid, you know, just because we are talking to some people that have kids that may want to go. For us, it was helpful to have a separate con, even though it's the same group of. You know, it's it's same Wizard World Con. Yeah. Um, it it was helpful to go to two separate ones because then we could kind of focus on our kids. And you know, Russell's big thing was that he wanted Minecraft stuff, obviously, and so that is what we focused on. And he got his picture taken and all that stuff. And so then we and we went to one panel, I think, that we were curious about, but um you really like can't do both of those things at the same time. You can't, when you have kids, when yeah. you have kids, especially of a certain age. Now, if they're a little older and they can kind of go mm-hmm. off by themselves, you could maybe do that at the same time. But I, I'm glad that we did it that way where we went for them and then we went for us. Um, yeah, there are my kids four and hers is six. So it was a little, it, they, they got weary <laughs> of, they of did. pictures and like, they'd be like, no more pictures. Yeah. <laughs> a little kids is, is it, they're very, it's very tricky. Little kids at, at, at these cons, you know, it can be very tiring on adults. Little kids, obviously it, it's, it's sometimes more difficult and then you have, if they're really little, you have the stroller factor too. And I've been oh, in. Oh, don't get me started uh, on strollers. Yeah, and and you've probably been in talks too, where there I've been in a couple of times where there's been a, a you know a celebrity talk thing, and there's some little kid that you know, and I have kids, and most of us you know, but you know, was a very little kid crying, and uh, you know, and eventually they had to take the kid out of the room because the kid wouldn't stop crying. So I feel bad. My point being, if you have a little kid that can. You know, handle something like an amusement park or being out for several hours, then maybe you can do a convention. But it, there's a lot of people and it's a tricky time. So, yeah, keep that in mind. Yes. Yeah. Well, what we were talking about kids. I didn't get to say what I liked about conventions, I wouldn't say. Oh, oh please, I really, yes. No, whenever I love, I love dressing up as a Jedi because the little kids just they they love that you know they approach people that look nice and friendly and have a, a blue or green lightsaber much more readily than they do someone dressed up with a sith with a red lightsaber <laughs> i'm just, sith jen and i have noticed it's this. just like the traffic lights but, red, red yeah, stop so 
I love that. And I've, I've been talking about possibly joining a costume club just to, you know, do some charity work in costume. And, and it's just a blast for me just to, you know, because they see you and they think, you know, especially when they're a certain age, they think you are whoever it is you're dressed up as, you know? They sure do. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. still do. Yeah. I get giddy whenever I see stormtroopers. So imagine a little kid, you know, seeing... <laughs> well, they're always doing a lot of the... You know, these guys will do... Guys and, and men and women, let's just say. But, you know, they'll do events where they go to children's hospitals. Uh, or, oh, yeah. Or, they did a cystic fibrosis walk with us. Um, the 501st did. Mm-hmm. With an event that I was involved in. Because I do some charitable... Yeah, yeah, they they really. I mean, even even as recently with with Halloween, you know, I usually dress up in something, and they, uh, you know, usually it's a Jedi type thing, and the little kids love, you know, like Jen said, you know, they, you know, they they get very very amazed by it all, you know, to see it in real life where they've just seen it on TV or movies, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and also getting to meet the costume clubs too has been really fun for me, just just exchanging ideas and and. being friendly with groups that are, you know, sharing a booth with another group next to us or, you know, just the camaraderie, I guess. I enjoy that. And and I'm not really a very social person outside of my clique or, you know, the podcast. But She's not. when I'm around, <laughs> yeah, I'm the person that just like likes to listen to everyone talk and <laughs> observe and absorb. But um, in a group like that, I, you know, in a convention, I get to be someone else, you know, I, I I'm a persona for Anomaly, you know, and I, I am Jen from Anomaly when I'm there and, you know, show, shaking hands and talking to people and talking about the show or I'm a Jedi, you know, it's something like that. It's just it's freeing. It's fun. You yeah, know, Lynn had to, you know, she she said something funny to me. She didn't say it from the previous Austin Con, but she said it at this last one when I'm showing her some of the video and the pictures. And she said something to me like. You know, I can't believe you just go up to these people and get, you know, all these pictures and stuff. And I said, you got to understand it's different. Yeah, it's like you're saying, Jen, it's it's not, it's not, I, I'm, I wouldn't be walking down the streets of Detroit and say, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, come here. I want to get a picture with <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, right. You know, come here. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd, I'd be like in the hospital. So, uh <laughs> So it's it's the, it's it's with this group of people who who love this stuff. Uh, you know, half the time you're asking to get a picture with them, or they're asking to get a picture with you if you're in a costume or whatever. I mean, it's a. Uh, I, I don't know if we really probably don't want to even uh, talk about it. We're running out of time anyway. But uh, <laughs> you know, Sue had put that thing uh, up about New York Comic Con. You know, the the rules of convention going. You know, the, and you know I. I think, you know, a few people have said, you know, while we've been talking about the common sense factor, but, but I think if you're just, you know, if you're having a good time, you can usually, you know, get pictures and, 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 and just, you know, enjoy it and, and have a, and, you know, meet some people you may never meet again or, or, or exchange, you know, one of the things that was kind of is happening a lot that I noticed what people were doing with pictures is, especially if there's somebody who do does this a lot, or if they're in a fan group, they, everybody walks around with like a little card you know and they're passing it and sharing it you know i i've been doing some searching for pictures a little bit online but you know i i like that idea where it's like hey you know if you guys put some pictures up on facebook or put some pictures on Flickr or wherever you yeah, know share them with me yeah yeah that uh-huh. kind of stuff is is it's nice because then it, you know i think it's a it's a nice way to share back back and forth you know on it so and and uh you know jen's got her picture with the 
what is it, the Texas Highway Patrol uh, now, right? The, he was a Texas Ranger. Texas Rangers, yes. The Rangers have you up in their office, yeah. So. <laughs> in the eyes of a stranger. I'm just saying it's going to get her out of a ticket someday, that's all. I'm just going to say, well, I know Officer, uh, you know, Officer Bob or whatever, and uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a first. That was a first. I just thought and it was. He didn't even know what a Vulcan was, and he wanted a picture with me. It was funny. Yeah, I just thought it was funny that he couldn't. It was the you couldn't think of the word Vulcan, right? That was the thing. He knew yeah, you were Star yeah. Trek. He knew the pointed ears. He knew you. I think even knew that you didn't have emotions. You know, the character yeah. said something like that, and it's like you don't know it's a Vulcan. Okay, yeah. It wasn't Chuck Norris, was it? No. No. Oh my gosh! Because pretty much not at all. If you would have met Chuck Norris at the convention, he would have been the convention. Yeah. That's true. He would have been yeah. the convention. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck I like, you know, just before we wrap up, I, I really like going to some of the side panels, the ones that are a little weirder. Not weird, Chulu <laughs> stuff, but um, I, I like some, like the the Batman and philosophy from a couple of years ago. And oh, yeah, that was some good. Of them, some of those panels can be kind of interesting. Um I don't know. And were they actually, you know, have the comic book artists <laughs> also? <laughs> yeah. Very interesting. I, heard, I remember listening to one that Sue had recorded on uh, uh, sci-fi and spirituality. She thought that I would get a oh. kick out of that. And it was absolutely fascinating. It was really cool. Cool. Yeah. So they See, have lots I, of cool stuff. I guess. Yeah. And, and those can be fun, too, because there's not as many people. So you can kind of be in the conversation. Right. Um, and I, I like that. So... Yeah, they had one on uh, voice acting also that I missed, but I, it, I was noticing that it was on uh, the roster, I guess, for panels. And I guess they have several voice actors from uh, cartoons and stuff there. Yeah, that they've had a lot of good ones. They're talking about getting into the business. Yeah, they've had costuming yeah. ones. I think they had some podcasting one at, at Austin, I think, mm -hmm, there was uh, that Noah was going to go to. But then we're and like, hey, hey, Noah, yeah. you can learn from the best. You know, you can talk to us. <laughs> so. Come to our panel. We love you. <laughs> but, yeah, those are those are fun. And, and Angela's right. You know, they're not as not nearly as many people. And you and you can, you know, get some interesting things, uh, tips and stuff on 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 whatever you're into, yeah. yeah well, you guys have convinced me. I want to go to a convention now. Well, definitely. Great. Here's some quick tips. Comfortable shoes. Yes. Okay. yes. Comfortable shoes. Or walk around in your costume shoes. Yes. Okay. Beforehand. Beforehand to try them out. Also, a backpack with maybe a water. Depending on the convention, you can bring water and snacks. Backpack. Yeah, big deal. So, Good idea. Yeah. Things like that. Don't wear anything too hot if it's summertime. Don't wear anything too uh, warm if it's... Uh, and bring a lot of yeah. money. Deodorant yes. must bring a lot of money. If you think Hundreds. you only need this much, double it or whatever. Yeah. Double it. Yeah. yeah. Hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Make yourself a budget and just like, yeah. Also, scope out the restaurants in the surrounding area. It I was helpful. You say the restrooms. I'm like, what? Well, that helps too. That's true. <laughs> yes. But uh, restaurants. I our based yeah. on that. <laughs> hey, I'm pregnant. Give me a oh, break. That? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Rico, you need to do a podcast on cosplaying next. Yes, that'd be awesome. Because I have great. a lot to talk about cosplaying, do's and don'ts. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah well, we've, we yeah we've done that a little. I think uh, I did one with Jen and Angela before we went to the con. But, it, but uh, yeah, but you guys it got failed. A, oh, it failed. It did. Yeah. Well, well yes. yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe in the early part of uh, as we gear up for you know a new year of convention going or whatever, maybe in early 2015. Yeah, that's a good idea. We can all get together and talk about uh, that'd be cool. 
Yeah, we need to get Sue on that one too because she she does all sorts of cool stuff. I yeah. swear to God, I could form a business though of 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 costume costume footwear that was both comfortable and matched yep. whatever because because yeah. yeah. it is well, th- that is the I, worst I that is the worst part the- of costuming right now at least is finding footwear. both both footwear that that will match whatever outfit you're you're doing and, but also yeah. you don't kill your feet uh or, wearing you, know, it. you can you can be like me and just have your foot created around your <laughs> yeah there you go that's a there good way go. to yeah you, if you want yeah you can definitely build something off of yeah or whatever but if you're yeah the, the typical boots for like starfleet star trek and star wars yeah. and all i do have an idea though there. kenny i think you could make millions of dollars if you came up with celebrity disguises for the convention <laughs> and then just on the side have a little booth and if they want to go looking around you just make them up into something different they can well, go look around and nobody would know that. Celebrities yeah. are doing that now. I get yeah. a kick out of the fact that they think sunglasses. It, 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 it's it's like Clark well, Kent. Did Radcliffe they, go around in like a Spider-Man? Spider-Man at Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because people confuse him for um, Tobey Maguire. No. Yeah, Frodo. no, it's true. Frodo. Yeah, and uh, didn't Brian Cranston have a Brian Cranston mask on at Comic Con yes. one year? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's oh, funny. Yeah. One thing before I forget, another fun thing about. Um, Cons is after parties are super fun. Mm. Not this year, <laughs> but other years have been extremely. <laughs> You're funny. Not this year, <laughs> but other years have been great. Yeah, that is. You, yeah, that's definitely true. There's there's a lot of other activities that that you know. Well, I couldn't go. If Aww. you're staying, uh, if you're staying in the area, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Com- San Diego Comic Con's gotten so big that there's now Nerd HQ, which is uh, Zachary Le- Levi. Funny. He, it's his oh. con. It's like a con. You can buy tickets for that. Geek <laughs> and Sundry had its own little thing. Lots of offshoots now that are during that same period. So you don't actually even have to go to... I have friends who go who don't even buy tickets to the con. They just do all the events on Those the outside parties. of the con. Uh. Oh, that's, that's how that worked. That's how... And I don't know as much about it, but South by Southwest in Austin... That yeah. happens a lot there too because they have all the main things happening in like the main areas, but then there's like South by Southwest sponsored like concerts and mm-hmm. and uh, and movie showings and stuff. But even though it's like part of it, but not part of it, and yeah. that Pax happens all that through too. Austin. Pax is doing that too. Apparently, yeah. uh, Anne told me that they have concerts. Yeah. So. Yeah, a lot of a lot of cons. Uh, <laughs> you know, even even like you know for big industrial type things do that i went to that las vegas thing a couple of weeks ago automotive related but there's always these little get-togethers in different places afterwards yep. and stuff and racing down the las vegas strip i heard you got really <laughs> revved up for that one yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. well let's just say I, I couldn't get to sleep i should have just gone <laughs> yeah, out and joined exactly. them because their cars were so loud so yeah uh, there you go yeah. I got to check on my boys. Yeah, All right, well, uh, on the couch. hey, this Rick was fantastic. Puns, um, yeah. yeah, you know we're, we've degraded, <laughs> disintegrated. Yeah, we'll do it again with uh, with costuming That's in, in 2015. And, and thanks, uh, let's see, Kenny, Kenny, I got to say it twice, Jen, <laughs> Angela, Chris, Rick. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, conventions are fantastic. There's always going to be, they you know. Are. They're things fun. that are that are we made, 
we may complain about them, but in the end, it's worth it's like, it. Uh, it's like Gandalf said, though, you know, you are not prepared, right? I mean, it, it, it's, <laughs> you will never be prepared for a con. You will not. You will not. But just do your best. Enjoy it. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, have fun. I think uh, I, I, I'm still surprised how many people out there have never been, you know, who, who enjoy this stuff. So I think it's intimidating to some. It's a large it crowd yes. of people, yep. and it costs a lot of money sometimes. And, yep. you know... Yeah. It's Start just... out small. Find something in your near near town i mean we you know even in around where i live there are very very small little just comic book things with with a few people that are you know you can easily you can easily get a slow you know indoctrination you know don't jump into the deep end but but thanks everyone have everyone have a good rest of your weekend night and all you too uh, all right yeah it was great talking to everybody happy everyone happy thanksgiving (laughs) bye everybody bye good night bye Oh my. <laughs> hey, bye. Trivia fact, you ready? Male turkeys are the only turkeys that gobble, and uh, female turkeys cackle. Yeah, well, that makes that. sense. Yeah, now you know. All right. And knowing's half the battle. See you guys. See you guys. Bye Thanks, you. Kenny. It was great. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. 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 Transfer of data is complete. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I did. I had a great time. Uh, always good to chat with everyone and just, uh, yeah. <laughs> we probably could have just jibber jabbered for for the whole hour, hour and a half or whatever or more. Uh, it's just, uh, just really good friends and fun. Uh, so I want to especially thank uh, Kenny and Jen, Angela, Chris, and Rick Moyer. I don't think I forgot anyone. I'll say Kenny twice again. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it was uh, really good, and uh, I just uh, just had a great time. So, uh, upcoming on Treks and Sci-Fi, next week you're going to have Mark here, our classic sci-fi guy, who is going to look at uh, a movie that I, I really, it's amazing to me after, what, nine and a half years of doing the podcast, 500 plus episodes that I've never covered this movie when Mark suggested it, I, I had to look it up and make sure I hadn't covered it. Anyway, he's going to cover the original 1953 War of the Worlds movie. Yes, uh, uh, a true classic, something that every geek should watch uh, at least once. Uh, and, and I think it's still really good movie. I think it holds up pretty well. Anyway, Mark's going to cover that next week on the show. Uh, let's see. And a week after that, on December 7th, I'll be back with a look at an Enterprise episode from... This one's from season four, I believe. Yes, uh, the last season. It is called Demons, and which uh, it's sort of a misleading title in a way. It's 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 sort of uh, the demon in people in a way. Uh, but uh, that'll be on the seventh, uh, the fourteenth. Chris and Jen will be here to cover the Elder Scroll games. They've become our uh, dynamic duo of gaming uh, cast. So they'll be here to cover the Elder Scrolls. They did that great show a while back. Uh, not too long back, about Mass Effect and those games. So uh, they'll be here on the 14th. On the 21st, we're going to do our sort of uh, pretty much regular annual Trekmas special. We're going to do another uh, Secret Santa on the forum. If you're a forum member and you'd like to participate in that uh, or you want to join the forum, hurry up. Uh, There's still a little time. I'm going to get this settled in the next few days of who's going to be doing Secret Santa. So that'll be a vidcast. That'll be just before Christmas. And on the 28th, of December, that's going to be a Vartok show, who's of course going to cover uh, another musical uh, composer, uh, Danny Elfman, uh, who is just 
he's very well known. Obviously worked on Batman, Simpsons, a million other things. So uh, he'll be here at the end of the year for that. So that's what's coming up in the next month or so on Treks in Sci-Fi. Hey, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving to my friends in the United States. Take care. Eat lots of turkey. Have a good time. And I will talk to you guys all again in a couple of weeks. Next week, Mark with War of the Worlds. Bye-bye. Hi, Kenny. Hey. I am back from the dead. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully not the Walking Dead, but uh, <laughs> although you have those, uh, you have those amazing, you know, uh, zombie uh, photos oh on, that you've put up That's on Facebook. True. Yeah. So yes. dang cool. Yes, you are very back. scary. I would run away. I, yeah. I, I, I would. Uh, I wouldn't even be able to like do you in. I would just run. So. Shut up and go change your armor. <laughs> this has been a Rick Dosti podcast production.